this is episode five. It's called BMC. Hey everyone, it's a very bright life. It sure is. Your life is so bright. I gotta wear shades. We are so happy that you're here with us. Let's do this thing. Good afternoon, Avery Thornbury. Thanks, Mommy. I'm so glad to have you here in our studio. Yep. We're both a little bit moist because we went to go for a little walk.、Uh-huh. And I think the black clouds and the rolling thunder should have tipped us off that a storm was coming. But、yeah. yet we persisted.、Right? Yeah, and then we just walked home because it, we, we, we were so wet. Yes, we were running. You were running fast and you had to drag your old mother along. <laughs> anyway, we're all dried off now and we're ready to talk to you today about this episode is called BMC. Now it stands for Bad Moms Club, but when we had our production meeting, and just so you know, Avery and I sit down before each podcast, usually like right before because that's how organized we are, and we talk about what the episode's going to be about, what the title might be. So I suggested. Bad Moms Club. And what did you say? No. <laughs> you couldn't be swayed. No. No, you don't like Bad Moms Club. So we agreed that it would be okay if we did the abbreviation to BMC. Is that cool with you? Yeah, but n- not Bad Mom because I, I, just, I just don't like that. You don't like that. Okay, Avery, your voice was heard. So we're good. All right, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. And it's okay with me. Oh, perfect. This is all working out for mama. Okay, so today, for this episode of BMC, we're going to talk about, well, I'm going to talk about when you go down and have your break. I'm going to talk about a few things that have, in, in what's the word? Indoctrin- indoctrinated? Oh, God, what's the word? Doctrinated. <laughs> doctor, doctrinated. Doctrinated.、Right. Indoctrinated me into the Bad Moms Club. But before that, I wanted to ask you, What are some good things, or what are some things that make a mom a good mom? A good mom. What do you think? Well, reading stories. So, like, what kind of stories? Do you like it when I sit and we read stories together? Yeah, like, like Wonder Woman,、um, like JoJo Sinwa, Nancy Drew. Oh, gosh, I love a good Nancy Drew. And, of course, You ready? Yes. Oops, yeah.、Um, the wild robot, we, we didn't watch that,、um, but、um, we, doing, we, we did not read that book together with a long the, time. Yes, the wild robot. You know why we have it right? Oh, I hear thunder again. Okay, do not go outside.、Um, the wild robot that you got from Auntie Tiff, right?、Yeah. Sometimes I don't read it because I fall asleep as soon as I get into your bed. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you always went into my bed. I know. And then I put my head on the pillow and then, good night. Okay. Good night. Yes. So I have to work on that. Mommy needs more sleep. Okay. What other things do moms do that make them good moms? Well,、uh, listen to their kids. Sorry, what? I didn't hear that. I wasn't listening. <laughs> listen to their kids. Yeah, that's a good point because you have a lot of important things to say. Yeah. And it feels good when someone's listening to you and acknowledging you, correct? Correct, though. 
What else? What else do moms do that make them um, good moms? And um, play with them. Board games, video games, but we don't play video games. I don't play. I leave that for Dad and Sebastian to play. I'm not really. I mean, a, yeah, I'm not really a good video game so player. So I, I back and teach you. Well, that would be wonderful. I, I I have played Fortnite one time. When I played it with Sebastian, he taught me how to play, and I do know that I came in seventh. What? Yeah, you know why? Because my character hid in a building for the entire uh, game, and what? I went. Unscathed. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a champion. So a one-time champion. Okay. So we like to play things like more like imagination games. I leave the video games for the guys and for you. But um, we like to play school. We like to play library, library store, and store. Stuff. Yeah. I love all those games. And you made me a library card, which is <laughs> no amazing. I think I I think I have. A few, a few overdue books, but hopefully you'll. Never. Uh, yes, but you, you don't have um, any um, books. It's undue, so oh. it's, it's you don't have any. So I'm in good standing. Yeah. Phew, that's great. Okay, and we also like to play. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to tell everybody about the game we invented. What did we play yesterday or the day before? What was that called? The call. With the paper airplanes. Uh, this again. Remember we called it Paper Airplane Spelling Race. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, this game is... Amazing. It is amazing. And yeah, it, and you need to make your airplane like, stuff like that. So it's very pointy, right? And sturdy. Yeah. Yeah. Then you take, you each have your own airplane. You can decorate it any way you want. Then you head outside. Then... And then you just go for the walk, and then you can around the neighborhood. You go around the neighborhood. It's awesome for multitasking moms because you can also walk your dog at the same time and collect your mail. And yeah. then you go around, and every time you find a crack in the road, you line up at the crack. There's a lot of crack in our neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Anyway, then you line up, and you both throw your airplanes. Right. Yeah. And, and then just and then and then my airplane, and then your airplane, just. And then just spell um, Avery or Lisa or Cat or Dog or Ruby or Kevin. Correct. So each time you start a match, you think of a name that you want to spell. So we started with Dog. D. Yes. O. And then, and then G. Yeah. And just so you know, Avery was signing that with her American Sign Language spelling, finger spelling. Yeah. You're really good at that. Yes, yeah. I am. I'm quite good at finger spelling. I know all of the bad words. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, but you don't know those, and I'm not going to teach those to you. But no. If anybody wants to know how to curse. In, um, curse? Oh, sorry. It's okay. That's it. See, I'm a bad mom. All right, I'm, I'm off topic. But anyway, we will do a video and demonstrate how to play airplane spelling race because it is epic. Right. Yeah. Um, what else do good moms do? Um, say sorry if they make a steak. Well, I don't make a steak because I'm vegetarian. No, that. <laughs> oh, a mistake. I got it. Yeah. Um, do moms make mistakes? Yeah. Do I make mistakes? Yes. Yes, I do. That is true. Like, like my brother or dad or... Everyone does. But the important thing is when you make a mistake... To stop, think about it, and then if you owe someone an apology, you need to say sorry. Like 
when the other day when I was going up the stairs and you stepped on my slipper and I fell. <laughs> Remember that? And mommy yeah. had a, just a moment. And then just calmed down. And I, I did. I did take a bit of a moment. And then afterwards I said, I'm really sorry about that. I was feeling very frustrated. No, wait, you just, you, you, wait, you, you just said to me? Yeah. Remember I said I'm sorry because I kicked the door with my slipper because I was feeling frustrated? And then what did you say? It's okay. Yeah, you accepted my apology and I felt much better. What else do good moms do? Um, good moms, um, good moms do is good moms cuddle. <gasps> I love a cuddle. Especially a morning cuddle when you come and lie on me. So I have you on me, then I have a fat tabby cat, a dog, with or without her ticks. <laughs> I was today. You did lie on me today. That was a good one. Daddy tried to lie on me too, but... He's too big. <laughs> he is too big. What else do moms do? Moms... Let me try that again. What else do moms do that make them good moms? Okay. And they... They teach us things like math and how to bake. What did you bake yesterday? Oh, wait, you didn't bake yesterday. Did you bake yesterday? Oh, no, you made tacos. Tacos, of course. That's what I'm taco. Tacos. Talk toes. (laughs) They were excellent. Tacos and then talk toes. Get it? That's. You know what? You should save your joke for the end because that is, that is something else. I was gonna say, I was gonna say that. Yeah. Okay. And finally, is there anything else that moms do that make them good moms mm-hmm. at all? Yep. What? Thanks, kids, when they do good things. Moms thank their kids and they do like when you unload the dishwasher. I say thanks, Ave. Or Thanks, Avery, Sebastian, or Dad. Whatever it is. So they acknowledge that you've done something well, and they say thank you. That's yeah. true. And Avery, right now I'm going to say thank you for helping me with this part of the podcast. No problem, Mommy. All right. I'll see you around, probably around lunchtime. See you later, Mommy Gator. Oh, my stars. Bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness. How cute is this child? Seriously. She is such a nice person, nicer than her mother, her bad, bad mother. (laughs) Okay, in this episode, the Bad Moms Club, sorry, Avery, you're not in the room, so that's what I'm calling it. Uh, I just wanted to talk a bit about what it means to be in the BMC. You feel me? (laughs) What is wrong with me, honestly? Okay, before I get started, I wanted to just acknowledge that If it sounds like Avery's reading from a script or something, it's probably because she is. Uh, Because, okay, so when we sit down for our production meeting, we talk about the title of the episode, like what the episode's going to be about, and maybe what a good joke would be for her at the end. And then I'll tell her maybe some of the questions I'm going to ask her. And then at that point, she makes little dot jots, or I help her make little points about things she'd like to talk about. Because... I've spoken about Avery's profound speech disorder a few times, and we'll definitely talk more about it in future episodes because doing a podcast, a verbal podcast, is difficult for anyone. I mean, throw in an expressive language disorder and motor planning issues, and it's, it's really hard. Imagine having all of the words in your brain and knowing exactly what you want to say, but not being able to 
coordinate your, like your inner brain with your outer voice. It's, it's super frustrating. So to that end, we make little notes. So she's set up for success and she feels like better equipped to get her point across, you know? Anywho, I just wanted to explain that because a few people have asked why it sounds like Avery's reading during the podcast. That's probably because she is. Well, for the most part, I mean, she's not bound like contractually to stick to the script. She's more than welcome to go rogue. And I'm sure like, when she feels more comfortable, she'll do it more often. Okay, here's what I wanted to touch on a bit today. All right, I am admittedly hashtag blessed <laughs> with kudos for being a good mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm. that's really nice. Really, truly. I appreciate it, but I'm not great with compliments. Well, I'm good at giving them. I'm just not really great at taking them. So there's some obviously some issues there, but like... I am next level terrible, actually. So I often shrug off these kind compliments. But you know what? I am trying, my God, how I'm trying to be more gracious and kinder to myself. I don't know why we're always so mean to ourselves. But so I'm just going to say, yeah, okay, fine. I am a good mom, but, you know, not always. (laughs) So that's why this episode is called The Bad Moms Club. And I know we've all been in this club, like some of us more than others. I'm not pointing any fingers, but I, I am a member for sure. Like I'm not the president, I'm not the secretary, but I'm definitely a card carrying member. So I thought I would share a few of my least proud parenting moments. And I'm not, I'm not doing it to be titillating. Oh my God, I love that word. Um, or for attention, and I'm not doing it in that fake, like, my worst trait as a parent is that I just love too much, and my snacks are always just too damn healthy. (laughs) I hate when people do stuff like that. It totally makes me laugh. No, I just really want to show that we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We all do things or say things that we regret. So I guess my purpose of this episode is to just demonstrate that even moi, a parent of a child with like really a very pleasant disposition has like, I have moments where I reach my limit of patience or I just, let's just say, I just don't shine, you know? So if it happens to me, it is completely understandable that parents who do have children with more challenging behaviors, they are legit BMC moments, you know? So hopefully my admissions will make you feel better about your parenting or the very least confirm that we're not alone. So sit back and relax and get a load of my myriad of mama missteps (laughs) in this no judgment space. No, seriously, don't judge me. Alrighty, I went, I actually took a little memory lane walk back through my old blog and I found Like I found a lot of examples actually from over like, say a span of 10 years of when I might not have been on my parenting a game. Um, Okay. So these examples pretty much all involve Avery. This one's involving Avery's brother and we call it, and it comes up often the um, parking lot incident. So, okay. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. Okay. So when Sebastian was about, oh God, I don't know, like maybe 10 
we were out running errands and I had to stop at the grocery store. And he was tired. He didn't want to come in. So I said, fine, if you wanted to stay in the car, I'd just be a minute. And Avery and I would run in and grab what we needed and we'd be right out. So I realize as I'm saying this now that that's probably illegal, but I <laughs> hope I don't get arrested. Um, but I was, I was parked right in front of the store and I could see him in the car the whole time. But it turns out it took a little longer than anticipated. You know, when you get shopping and then you see this and you see that and then before you know it, you're like doing a full shop. Anyway, and again, to reiterate, I could see him through the window, but I'm, yeah, I'm just justifying my parenting here, but I had my cell phone with me, although he didn't have a phone, so that didn't really help him. I think all in all, we were gone for like 15 or 20 minutes, but when we got back to the car, oh my Lanta, he was distraught. He, and he wasn't worried about being abandoned or anything like that. He, he was, and still is a very independent kid. And no, he was concerned that we were taking so long because he thought something had happened to Avery. So he thought maybe she had a seizure or something in the store. Oh my God. I felt like such an asshole, the poor kid. And to be totally transparent, like for real, this trauma lingered for him for a while. So there were a few years after that, that, um, he didn't like it if Avery and I were went anywhere without him. And uh, it's like he was the adult that needed to always be monitoring us. So he's over it now, I think. <laughs> Though a therapist might argue otherwise. Ah, oh, damn. That was a big mistake. And I was definitely mother of the year. Outside of that, though, I think my parenting with Sebastian was pretty spotless. Okay, except for the time that I pinned him down and put eardrops in his eyes by mistake of, instead of eye drops. Yeah, that was a good one. Anyway, I think I've blocked the rest of them out. Okay, so these examples in no particular order are some Avery-related gems. Are you ready? Okay, here's the first one. This is the time that I turned the radio up so loud in the car that it was practically ear-piercing. So Avery was stuck in what we call a verbal loop, and I'll be talking about that in another episode also, but it's essentially where she talks about the same topic repeatedly, like 150 times. And in this case, she was talking about calling 911 and why you should never call 911 unless it's a real emergency, because we have done that. So in the 20-minute span of our drive, she must have mentioned 911 like 50 times. And I did all the things, like I tried to distract her from talking about it with something else, or um, like I even outright just said, please, please stop saying that. Or I encouraged her to listen to her alphabet CD, or we tried to sing songs together. Nothing worked. Like she was in this loop and she was hardcore. So finally, my frustration level peaked to the point where I cranked the music up in the car so loud, so I couldn't hear her speak anymore. So that's not very nice. Although in my defense, it was classical music. However, when I looked in the mirror and I saw her face, oh my goodness, she looked so shocked and upset. I felt like a monster, like a classical cranking DJ monster. <laughs> it was not my finest moment. Um, another one is me lying to strangers about her age. So I don't know if that's a bad parenting moment because she didn't know, but I felt bad as a parent. So this was a few years ago and Avery and I were at the drugstore and you know, she was just doing her thing, babbling to herself and touching things on the shelf. And I was putting them back and 
you know, the usual kid behavior. But I could see this woman staring at us, and I get it. She was trying to figure out why this child, who looked to be a certain age, was acting like a much, much younger child. I understand, but as she got closer and she leaned over and she asked the question, the question that most parents of children with disabilities do not enjoy, the question is, so how how old is she? (sighs) Don't like that one. Anyway, I just didn't feel like dealing with it, you know? So I lied, and I think I said she was like three or four years younger than she is. <sighs> Not the worst thing I could do, but I just felt I felt a lot of shame about it afterwards. Like I would, like I was lying because I was embarrassed or something. Yeah, I don't know. There's probably a lot to unpack there. Anyway, um, another thing I could be a lot better at is our bedtime routine. Sometimes I'm on it. There's floss, there's like face washing properly, there's bedtime stories, there's all the things. And I'm just like, yep, nailed it. Um, But lately at bedtime, at her bedtime, which actually Avery and I have the same bedtime now. So that's interesting. But um, like I'll be lying on the couch and I'll just be like, Avery, can you go upstairs and can you ask your brother to brush your teeth? Because I just can't, I just can't even. And I mean, my son is awesome, but do you think he flosses her teeth? Probably not. So her bedtime routine isn't always what it should be. And I'm terrified that there's some cavities. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sniffling. It's it's allergies. My God. I hate trees. I hate all trees, grasses, and furry animals. <laughs> anyway, um, and then that sort of includes under the umbrella of crappy bedtime routines, not um, reading a story consistently. I mean... Like, I'm not going to jail for that or anything, but I do feel a bit guilty that sometimes I would rather go to bed and watch TikTok videos than lie in bed with my child and read a story. So, you know, what are you going to do? Another thing that I am not winning any parenting awards for is sometimes I speak over my child or, and I've noticed this on social media that she'll be talking and I will talk over her or for her just to speed things along. And that's not cool because she's doing her best. I mean, hello as well. And I'm sure I'm not the only one here who has forgotten to leave tooth fairy money and then lied about it. Like I basically throw the tooth fairy right under the bus. Like I've said that the tooth fairy was lost or that she was too busy or she was out of change. <laughs> Uh, she buys it. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, and of course, but I le- I feel guilty. So I leave double the money the next day. So, and also my husband could easily do it, you know, anyway, I actually don't feel like that's a bad mom move. I think it's an every parent move. I mean, if you haven't commando crawled into your child's bedroom in the early morning to leave money under their pillow, like, are you, are you really a parent even? <laughs> okay. Another one. Regifting toys and books that she's forgotten about, and I've pretended that they're new. So I've actually wrapped them up and then, ta-da, here you go. Actually, that is not parent bad parenting. That is some savvy smartness right there, don't you think? Okay, finally, I mean, there are plenty, plenty more. Um, yeah, just like, I don't know, just things that make me feel bad and sad. 
But here, okay, so this one makes me feel bad and sad, but also it makes me laugh hysterically. Okay, so I think most parents have done it at some point where you are guiding your child out of a situation because they're behaving in a way that's not satisfactory or it's it's embarrassing. And so you hold them by their wrist and you give their wrist a gentle tug, but sometimes it's not super gentle, you know? So I've done, I've done that a few times and I don't feel good about that. Um, here's one example of that of which there are many, but here's one. Okay. So Avery and I were at her cardiologist and I was wearing a, <laughs> a crisscross top, you know, tied in the back, crossed in the front. And the cardiologist was trying to talk to me about some results and I was trying to listen intently, but Avery was just all over the place. And this was, a, okay, granted it was a few years ago. So she was opening cupboards and she was like just uh, opening the door and just making it difficult for me to focus on what the doctor was talking about. So even though she was a pretty big girl, I picked her up and I held her on my hip so that I could focus on what the doctor was saying. She didn't like this. So she reached over and she got a handful of my shirt in her hand and my bra and pulled it to the side. So I was just a boob hanging out and like it's very difficult to recover from that because you know you've you've flashed the doctor and um that's embarrassing so I just felt like I felt this inner rage of embarrassment and so I admit that when we were leaving the office I may have held her wrist a little bit too tight and um we all have our moments our patients can be tested and we're all human at the end of the day we're all doing our best, especially during these days, these COVID days, right? Like our resources are tapped. Our patience is, is running low. And, um, and there's also the stress of the stress of everything, right? So if you have a moment where you do or say something that you know is not in your child's best interest, or it's not your best example of your parenting, you know, forgive yourself. Don't do it again. I mean, try not to be a jerk. And um, if you have to apologize, if you, not if you have to, if you can apologize, if your child understands that, it's always good to say, hey, mommy or daddy made a, a mistake and I feel whatever, however you feel. I feel sad about that. I feel frustrated about that. And, you know, apologize because they deserve that respect. You know, our kids are people too. Do you remember that show? from like 1982, Kids Are People Too. I can't remember who it starred. Someone with, with blonde feathered hair. can't remember. Anyway, I'm rambling now, so I'm going to stop. Okay. Thanks for listening. And um, I got to get Avery in here. She's going to tell you a joke, a yo mama joke. Okay. No, or something. I don't know. Goodbye. Well, Avery, welcome back to the studio. <laughs> uh, yeah, because this is our office. It is our office and our studio and our craft room and a dog fur area yeah right there <laughs> yes so that's a wrap on episode five we're just cruising along girl yep yep so when i was uh, finishing off my little bit what were you doing what were you up to i was outside tech and then me and then me dad we just played um i spy with, with our little snacks Ooh, that sounds like a really good time. 
Excellent. Yeah, now I just watch something already. Now you're watching some TV, which I could add that to my list of things. I think lately we've been watching more TV than probably is considered normal, but you know what? What? Whatever. Something occasional entertainment. Sometimes educational, sometimes entertainment. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to getting back to my Netflix binging very, very soon. Okay. Do you have a joke for us? Yes, I do. The joke. Okay, bring it on. Why wouldn't you give Elsa a balloon? Why shouldn't you give Elsa a balloon? Hmm, why? Because she she, she just let it go, let it go to the anymore. Let it go, let, let it go. go. That's all I know. Uh, um, <laughs> and I don't care. Excellent. You're a good singer. Really right. well. We're saying good. Yeah, really, truly. You're a good daughter. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked what you heard, please give us a good review. Otherwise, let's just not speak of it. And if you'd be so kind and you'd like to share, more people will find us and this beautiful, bright community will continue to grow. See you next time.